This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have an overcast sky. It's 54 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday, the 8th of February, 2024. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we've got just a slight chance of showers through midday today. It'll be partly sunny and breezy, high in the mid-60s. Tonight, cloudy, a low of 54. Friday, cloudy and breezy with a high near 70. Now, Friday night, we've got a 40% chance of showers. With cloudy skies, we'll have a low of 53. Saturday, 40% chance of rain. Cloudy and 62. Could see some rain Saturday night as well. Mostly cloudy, our low 43. And showers likely for Super Bowl Sunday in the afternoon. We'll have mostly cloudy skies and a high of 52. Rain will clear out by early Monday. Partly sunny that day with a high around 50. Right now, it's overcast in 54 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations this morning to our KVOM employee of the day. It is Laura Moore at Healthcare Pharmacy. Obituaries this morning. Thomas Stanley Cappy Dixon, age 69, of Plummerville, died on Wednesday, February 7th. He was an engineer and is survived by his brothers, Warren Skipper Dixon of Moralton, Steve Peewee Dixon of Plummerville, Leslie Dixon of Plummerville, Pat Dixon of Plummerville, and Gary Dixon of Conway. The graveside service for Thomas Stanley Cappy Dixon will be Friday, February 9th at 2.30 p.m. at Plummerville Cemetery, with Skipper Dixon speaking. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. William Herman Gottsponer, age 87, of Moralton, died on Tuesday, February 6th. He was one of 10 children, a graduate of Sacred Heart Catholic School who served in the U.S. National Guard. He had five children with his first wife, Bernadine. His career included working in a factory in Chicago, then after returning to Moralton, working in a cotton textile mill and later at Amtran Bus Factory. He married Glenda in 1980. They were married for 43 years before her passing and lived in the Overcup community. He was a lifelong member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Moralton and a member of third degree Knights of Columbus Monsignor Charles Cordsmeyer Council 5209. He survived by three of his children, Karen Vandiver of Conway, Tommy Gottsponer of Perryville, and Paul Gottsponer of Bigelow. Eight grandchildren and four great-grandchildren. Rosary is planned for 6 to 6.30, followed by visitation on Monday, February 12th at the Harris Funeral Home in Moralton. Funeral Mass for Herman William Gottsponer will be held at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Moralton Tuesday, February 13th at 10 a.m. with Father Jack Harris, Father Stephen Hart, and Deacon Steve Mallett officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery in Moralton with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Mary Johnson, age 84, has died. Visitation will be today, 10 a.m., at Bethel Missionary Baptist Church, followed by the funeral service at the same location at 11. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Bill Matthews, age 78, of Moralton, died on Friday, February 2nd. He was born in 1945 in Long Beach, California. His father served in and beyond World War II as a petty officer in the U.S. Navy, and Billy Earl moved around a lot before his father's military service allowed him to plant his roots in Arkansas, starting with the family farm in Valonia in 1959. Bill knew early on that he wanted to be a pharmacist, starting as a delivery boy for Baker Drug in Conway. He took the necessary classes at the University of Central Arkansas to go to pharmacy school then went on to graduate from the University of Arkansas School of Pharmacy in Little Rock in June of 1968, finishing third in his class. He and Elizabeth Sowell got married a week after graduation. Shortly after, they moved to Moralton 
and Bill worked for Boyd Rexel Drug on Broadway. Eventually, Bill would start his own drugstore on the corner of Broadway and Moose that the community would know as Bill's Pharmacy. Bill served the Moralton community as a pharmacist for 55 years, most recently at Harps Grocery, officially retiring in November of 2023. Many in Moralton can remember Bill driving his 1974 Blue Bronco through town delivering prescriptions. He could be heard most mornings around 7 o'clock on KVOM radio doing ads for his pharmacy. Say, Harold, the antique Christmas trees are in the window. Hey, you found them again. And, Harold, it's not the happy holiday season. Well, what is it? At Bill's Pharmacy, it's the Merry Christmas season. And at Bill's Pharmacy, we have a large selection of gifts from hard-to-find collectibles to the usual stocking stuffers. A gift given from Bill's Pharmacy will be remembered from year to year. Just check out the large selection of collectible teapots. And, Harold, let's not forget the real reason for the season, the perfect gift to mankind given to all of us. Bill's Pharmacy, downtown on the corner, BR3505. He volunteered on the Moralton High School football team chain crew every Friday night for almost 20 years, was an active member of the Moralton J.C.'s chapter, including serving as the chapter's president. He helped build the J.C. Hall building and participated in many community service projects, such as putting out American flags, organizing a haunted house, anything worthwhile to benefit the community. He also served on the Moralton Sanitation Committee, the Moralton Rotary Club, and Chamber of Commerce. He was a Sunday school teacher for many years, first at the First Presbyterian Church and recently at First Baptist Church. An avid outdoorsman, he and a group of friends and family would go on a Buffalo River float adventure annually every May for 26 years. In the fall, for 44 years straight, he and a group of friends and family attended deer camp, where Bill was the designated cook. He is survived by his wife of almost 56 years, Liz Matthews, daughter Michelle Miller of Texas, son Monty Matthews of Valonia, five grandchildren and four great-grandchildren. The memorial service visitation for Bill Matthews will be at First Baptist Church on Saturday, February 10th from 2 to 4 p.m. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Now 737, it's overcast in 54 at the KVOM studios. Today's high 66 with a slight chance of rain through midday, and it'll be breezy today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 738 and with an overcast sky, it's 54 degrees at the KVOM studios. One person was killed, eight others injured in a head-on collision in Van Buren County on Tuesday night. According to the preliminary accident report from Arkansas State Police, 34-year-old Kiana Hayes of Flippin died when the Ford truck she was driving north on Highway 65 at Choctaw crossed the painted median into the southbound lane and struck the front of an oncoming Ford van. Two minor passengers in the truck driven by Hayes, along with the driver of the van and five passengers in that vehicle, were all injured and transported to various area hospitals for treatment. The accident happened around 7.20 p.m. Tuesday. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton is reporting a significant increase in enrollment for the spring 2024 semester. The college's official census date, which is the 11th class day of the semester, was February 1st. Spokesperson Mary Clark says UACCM 
had a headcount of 2,002 students that day, an increase of 17.3% from the spring 2020. Really pleased about that. And in addition, we are up 14% on the student semester credit hours. Um, and that is how many uh, hours that each the students are taking to, as a whole. Um, and that is really what drives our tuition revenue, uh, the per credit hour. Um, so we were really pleased. Three semester. The spring enrollment increase follows a 15.5% increase in the fall semester when over 2,200 students were taking classes at UACCM. Contributing to that number is an increase in the student retention rate, which Clark says increased from 55% to 64% over the past year. UACCM's graduation rate also increased from 36% to 47% in 2023. One of the things about that with the numbers show, you know, of course, the increase, but also a lot of students, they may get the classes that they want or need for their future career, and they may not actually stay to get the full credential, but they're staying and getting and, you know, accomplishing their goal of getting the either the technical skills training or the, the college transfer courses that they needed to transfer on. So that would make it even higher if, if those numbers counted. But that is a quite a great, I mean, that's a really big increase for those two um, statistics. So we're really happy about that. In addition to traditional degree-seeking students and concurrent high school enrollees, UACCM also continues to experience growth in its various workforce training courses. In celebration of February being recognized as Career and Technical Education Month, Moralton High School is hosting a CTE showcase at the school this morning. It takes place from 9 till 1030 and gives attendees the opportunity to learn about the preparations MHS students are making for careers in various pathways through insights from both students and teachers. MHS Assistant Principal Jasmine Wilson says the school is excited about the opportunity to spotlight its career and technical education programs. MHS has been selected as a CTE showcase school and our state representatives from the Department of Education along with the business community here in Conway County is invited to come to our showcase. They just have to check in at the front desk with our staff. They'll need a photo ID, and then we'll lead them to the location where the presentation will happen. So not only will they get a chance to learn about the CTE programs that we offer at the high school, but we're also going to take them on a walking tour so they can see our facilities and also understand um, you know, what our students are experiencing on a day-to-day -day basis. Programs that will be featured at the showcase include firefighting, sports medicine, criminal justice, consumer services, human and social services, supply chain and logistics, animal systems, ag power, and structural and technical systems. Flu activity in Arkansas is once again very high, according to the latest report from the Arkansas Department of Health. The report for the week ending February 3rd places Arkansas at a ranking of 11 on the 13-point scale. The state was in the very high category in the last week of December, but had fallen to and remained in the high category throughout the month of January. The report shows there were 11 flu-related deaths in Arkansas last week, bringing the state's total to 40 since the flu season began in October. There were also 83 reported deaths due to pneumonia in the state, but no COVID-19 deaths were recorded last week. Now 7.43, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, major U.S. indexes finished higher, with the S&P 500 hitting a new fresh high and nearing the 5,000 milestone. Investors continue to parse through the another slate of corporate results halfway through the earnings season. Roblox, Ford, and Emerson were some of the notable gainers. 
Shares of New York Community Bank, which have experienced sharp declines after rising commercial real estate losses, rose 5% today after the company said that its deposits have increased since the end of the year and named a new chairman. Elsewhere, most international markets were down modestly while the dollar weakened after hitting three-month highs against other major currencies. Yields were little changed. The Dow closed at 36,677 and was up 156 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,756 and was up 147 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down $0.28 cents at $17.33. Bank of America was up $0.14 cents at $33.18. Daring Company was down $2.95 at $385.95. Entergy Corporation was down $0.69 cents at $98.76. Under Armour was down $0.14 cents at $7.48. Simmons Bank was down $0.18 cents at $17.77. Regents Financial was down $0.02 cents at $17.84. Southwestern Energy was up $0.01 cent at $6.40. Tyson's Food was down $1.45 at $53.94. Walmart was down $0.43 cents at $169.38. LiveRamp was up $0.16 cents at $40.97. Interpublic Group was down $0.75 cents at $32.24. Nextier Energy was up $0.15 cents at $56.38. Natural Gas was down $0.04 cents at $1.96. Precious metals were lower today, with gold being down $1.60 at $2,049.80, and silver was down $0.20 at $22.27. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Moralton Adelaide Club's annual dinner and dance fundraiser will be held Saturday, February 17th at the Knights Columbus Hall in Moralton. Doors open at 6, dinner at 6.30. JM Tunes will provide the music, which will begin at 7.30. Tickets are $35 each. Today's the deadline to purchase those tickets. You can just get in touch with any Adelaide Club member. The Perryville City Council will meet tonight at 6.30 at the Perryville City Council meeting room. Pettyjean State Park will host its annual Hikes, Hearts, and Hugs weekend, Friday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day, with guided trail hikes and interpretive programs geared toward couples. Contact the park for a complete schedule of activities. DAV Chapter 13 in Moralton will distribute free food boxes to veterans on a first-come, first-served basis, Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., at the DAV Service Office parking lot, 206 Maple Street in Moralton. The Conway County Administrative Fire Board will meet Friday, 2 p.m. at the courthouse in Moralton. Perfectly Loved Transitional Living Center is hosting a recovery sweetheart dance, Friday, 6 to 10 p.m. at Mather Lodge on Pettigene Mountain. The event includes dinner and dancing, door prizes, and a raffle. Tickets are $25 each. The logic and accuracy testing on the voting machines in Conway County for the upcoming March 5th primary election will be held Saturday morning at 8 at the Conway County Election Commission Annex, 212B East Railroad Avenue in Moralton. The regular monthly meeting of the Nathan G. Gordon American Legion and Auxiliary Post 39 family will be held Saturday morning at 10 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce office in downtown Moralton, American Legion Department of Arkansas Commander Marie Wilbanks will be the special guest. 
Knights of Columbus Council 6680 in New Dixie is sponsoring an all-you-can-eat spaghetti and sausage supper Saturday, 4 to 7 p.m. at St. Boniface Parish Hall in New Dixie. Meals are $15 for adults, $7 for kids. Family Life Worship Center, Highway 9 in Moralton, is having a Valentine's banquet Saturday night at 5 at the Church Fellowship Hall. They'll serve your choice of spaghetti, lasagna, or chicken alfredo, and all the trimmings with dessert and drinks. There will also be special entertainment. Tickets are $10 in advance, $12.50 at the door. The Ignite Youth Group will serve as waiters and waitresses, and all funds will help send the teens and children to camp this summer. And First Baptist Church of Center Ridge will hold its annual Valentine's Banquet and Dessert Auction Saturday starting at 5. The theme is Let's Make a Deal, complete with the game show host and prizes. Tickets are $15 a person, free child care is available, and if you need more information, call 501-920-7922. If you're just joining us and you missed our morning news, keep in mind it's easy to time shift your listening by subscribing to the free KVOM Newswatch podcast. It's available from Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, on our website or on the new EAB Media app available from the App Store or Google Play. And you can subscribe for free. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Pettyjean State Bank. Approaching 749, it's overcast in 54 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, We'll visit with Mary Wood with The Safe Place. Eric Tyler is up next with Sports and Weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Segart Junior Girls and Nemo Vista Junior Boys basketball teams will both play for district tournament championships tonight. In the semifinals of the 1A4 district tournament in Wonderview on Wednesday, the Segart Girls defeated Nemo Vista 33 21 while the Nemo Vista boys beat Wonderview 38-31. In the other semifinal games, Wonderview's girls lost to Scranton 36-22, and the Sigurdhart boys lost to Scranton 48-22. Tonight's finals in Wonderview will be Sigurdhart against Scranton in the girls' game at 6 p.m., and Nemo Vista against Scranton in the boys' game at 7-15. Norrelton's senior girls and boys basketball teams will both be playing for either an outright or shared for a four-conference championship tomorrow night against Dardanelle. Lady Devil Dogs are undefeated in the conference and have already secured a co-championship but can earn the title outright for a second consecutive season with a win over the Lady Lizards who have just one loss in conference play. Marlton's boys are tied with Subiaco Academy for first place with a 14-1 conference record. A Devil Dog win would guarantee a co-championship with the Trojans. A Marlton win and a Subiaco loss to Mina would give the Devil Dogs the outright title and number one seed for next week's district tournament in Clarksville. Girls game in Dardanelle tomorrow night. Scheduled tip at 6 p.m. boys game to follow. The Sacred Heart, Wonderview, and Nemo Vista senior high teams are all scheduled to play their final regular season games tomorrow night. Sacred Heart hosts St. Joseph for senior night, and games will broadcast live on KVOM. Wonderview plays host to Westside Girls Ferry, and Nemo Vista takes on Western Yale County in Center Ridge.
The North Arkansas College softball team was swept in a doubleheader by Mission University on Wednesday. Wonder if he's Gracie Williams, a freshman for North Ark, had a hit and two RBIs in the 9-7 Game 2 loss for the Pioneers. 7.52 now as we take a look at weather on this Thursday. Currently in Marlton, humidity is at 82%. Southeast winds at 7 miles per hour. Beverage pressure 29.97 inches. Low temperature this morning, 54 degrees. High yesterday, 64. A year ago today, the low is 45. The high is 57. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM total for the year, 10.08 inches. Sunset this evening is 545. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 704. And forecast has us with a slight chance of showers this morning. Otherwise, a partly sunny day. High near 66, but breezy with wind gusts as high as 30 miles per hour at times. Mostly cloudy tonight with a low around 54. Then mostly cloudy day tomorrow. High near 69 degrees. And we'll have a chance of rain about 40% Friday night and through Saturday. And then better chance for a Sunday afternoon and Sunday night. And right now we do have some clouds and 55 degrees in Marlton at 7.53 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 757 now on KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Mary Wood, the Executive Director of the Safe Place Incorporated. Good morning to you. Good morning. It's good to have you back with us. We talked to you last week. Of course, February is uh, Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. Absolutely, yes. We're going to talk more about that this morning. I know this past Tuesday was day designated to uh, really bring awareness to it. Uh, Folks wearing orange and you encourage people to do that and take pictures, send it to you. Do you have a good response on that? We have. Uh, We plan on highlighting some of those photos on Friday, doing a kind of a group collage if you still have photos get them in uh, send them to our facebook page and we would love to post your photos all right it was great to have that uh you know, participation i think i saw some many folks from one of the offices in the courthouse yeah, uh, did yeah. It, uh, so great support there uh, yes absolutely and uh, again teen dating violence awareness month here in february you had uh, talked a little bit last week about uh, there are some signs you know parents can look for in their children yes. that may be uh, maybe victims that afraid to speak out or something but um, uh, there are signs parents may notice some things but what, what are what are some of those signs sure and I would really like to speak to two different groups here uh, obviously because this is teen dating violence awareness month I would really like to speak to parents so that they know what to look for in their kids But, you know, these same signs apply if you're an adult who is in a a dating relationship and it's it's got some warning signs, some red flags. And I would really like to make people aware of those things so that if you yourself are going through that, if you've got a friend, if you've got 
maybe a sibling or, you know, as well as your children. Um, I think that it's very important that we know that. And one of the things that we say in the domestic violence field is that love is respect. Love is not control. And control is what abuse is about. Control of every part of the victim's life. And they, uh, abusers, abusive personalities tend to have a lot of things in common. And one of the things that they always have in common is controlling pretty well every aspect of their victim's life. Um, they will try to control how they dress. If you see your child changing how they dress, uh, sometimes they will change in a way that is very different from the way they had dressed before. Sometimes they'll want them to, to dress more provocatively and then they get very angry when other guys notice that. And so there will be pushback on that. A lot of times they control their social media. A lot of times they won't let them have social media because that might put them in contact with somebody else. But other times they are very controlling of their social media in that um, any time that any kind of way to track them, they're going to try to track them, whether it's Live 360, whether it's Snapchat, whatever. Very often they require their victims to text them immediately when they wake up. You know, it's all about control. It's all about knowing what they're doing. Um, obviously, if there's some kind of actual violence going on, you're going to see bruises or scratching. Um, you're going to see a change in how they react to movement. You know, if someone has been abused and has been hit, they're going to flinch when something like that happens. Mm -hmm. if, if you see a change in your child's grades, if they were a really good student, if they were really involved, then all of a sudden start, things start fading away, their grades start slipping, um, they're pulling out of activities that they were normally involved in. Mm -hmm. That's a warning sign for a lot of things, but also for dating violence. Um, a lot of times abusers will try to get them involved in drugs and alcohol because they can control them by providing those things for them. Yeah. Um, it's, there's a lot of different things that, that an abusive personality will do to control their life. Right. And, uh, yeah, kind of alluded to this but just behavioral changes um, you know are, sure. are, are common in this absolutely this as well so you know one of the things that victims have a hard time understanding is that a lot of times an abuser won't necessarily be hitting them but they'll push them or they'll force them to do things that they don't want to do or um, you know they'll walk past them in the hallway and and bump into them and bump them into the wall. It's a way of intimidating, um, you know. So the physical violence may not be what people think, because a lot of times victims will say, "Well, he's not hitting me." Yeah. Well, but he's doing all these other things. Mm -hmm. And one of the, the the very severe warning signs that we look for is uh, attempted strangulation or choking, as most victims call it. That's a very dangerous thing, and that happens far too often. It's a very dangerous thing for the victim. It can cause damage to their throat, and, you know, you could, you could be choked out, as they call it, yeah. and not really 
experience the effects of that until a couple of weeks later. Yeah. It's a very, very dangerous thing. You know, yelling, uh, intimidating, getting in their face, extreme jealousy. Um, oh, and one of the big deals is what we call love bombing. Mm-hmm. When they know that they've messed up, and so they're trying to get back in your good graces, and so they'll tell you how much they love you and how much they need you and how they couldn't live without you, and they'll give you gifts. And, and, and you know, something that you hear victims say very often is that, well, he's not always like this. Right. You know, at other times he's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part of that, that abusive personality. Yeah. It's part of what goes with that. And it's, and it's a very dangerous cycle, and it's very emotionally, mentally, and physically draining on a victim. Sure. And uh, again, we're talking with Mary Wood with the Safe Place, and uh, Safe Place obviously has resources and ways Absolutely. to help, help, help victims. So how, how can people maybe reach out to you guys? Yeah, if, if you hear what I'm saying and you need some help with either your child or you need some help yourself, if you've got some questions about some of the things that I've said, call 1-888-554-2501, and we can help you with more information. If you've got things that you need clarified, if you need more information on tracking, which is a huge deal um, that abusers track their victims, uh, if you need more information, please call us. We have all kinds of information that we can share. Okay. All right. Again, Mary Wood with the Safe Place, uh, February again, Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. So we're getting uh, information out about that. Anything, anything else to pass along this morning, Mary? You don't have to live with this. There's life after abuse, and we can help you navigate to get free of that. If you need an order of protection, we can help you with that. If your child needs an order of protection against an abuser, we can help you with that, too. Okay. All right, again, reach out to uh, the Safe Place Incorporated right here in Marlton. Mary Wood, the executive director of the organization, joining us this morning. We thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.